0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Obviously, uh, the uh, focus for uh, a number of us is what's going to be happening next week when uh, Hamilton City Council will, we are told, once again deal with the LRT issue. It was a uh, many people's minds a very disturbing and uh, disconcerting uh, message that we got from Council after that marathon session the other day. But there will be yet another meeting of uh, the for obviously dealing with this idea about the environmental assessment for LRT. Some pro LRT councillors that have been waving the flag for this over the last number of years seem to be giving up. They seem to be waving the white flag right now, saying it's over. Uh, I'm not so sure, as I mentioned in my commentary earlier this morning. I don't think it's quite time to write an obituary for LRT yet. But what is going to happen? What has happened? Lloyd Ferguson is one of those people that's been a champion for this project all along. He's the uh, counselor for Ward 12 in Ancaster, joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about that. Lloyd, thank you for the time. It's good to have you with us today.
1: Thanks for having me on, Bill.
0: All right, let's 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 get into some of those other calls that you have on your cell phone right now, Lloyd, and, and the number of people that have responded since this meeting. What are you hearing?
1: Oh, just a tremendous lobby, and you hear them both ways. And, uh, you know, I, I, I have some Ancaster people that are telling me they don't support it and they don't like that I am, but the vast majority of them I'm getting from Ancaster people do support it.
0: Does that and- surprise you?
1: No, no, because, you uh, know, I've been working very hard to try to get the message out of what the benefit is to the people of Ancaster for this. And, and, and it's beautiful with the 2017 budget, because I can display it right to them. When you first talk to them, mean, I'm, I'm sure my colleagues are running the same thing, if I walk through Portino's, I normally get stopped four or five times, which is great. You get to chat with people, and they can ask you their questions. If you walk into Tim Hortons, it's the same way. But if I just point-blank ask them, do you support the LRT?, Nine times out of ten, it's going to be no. And I ask, why? Well, we don't need that train running down King Street. Okay, do you know that it's a billion dollars is going to be invested in the municipality that we lose if it doesn't go to LRT? That is the message. Number two is, do you know that it'll create 2,500 jobs in Federation of, uh, of Canadian Municipalities did hire a consultant in this area? And I have a copy on my desk that shows excluding construction. A uh, billion dollars invested in infrastructure will create uh, 2,500 jobs. Now the construction jobs are on top of that, which will be for four or five years. But the big issue uh, for me, for Ancaster, I mean, people of Ancaster will probably rarely, if ever, ride the train. So there's nothing in it for my community as far as getting to work or getting around town. And uh, But it's for 30 years, we've seen that lower city uh, appraised values go down as the downtown deteriorated and and um that's starting to shift uh, you know whether it's the uh, toronto people finding hamilton whether it's the go train or whether it's the lrt and when i talk to the development community uh all of the matter but the most important is the lrt because we've changed the zoning through that uh, that uh, route now to allow in the particular downtown area up to 25 floors And I use as an example the All Saints Church. We've got nothing in tax revenue out of that for the last number of decades. Even those derelict homes, some of them on King Street, two floors, very minimal taxes. Uh, Developers are running and buying these places up now because they'll be able to take them down, put up a 23, 25-floor facility, which is the application for All Saints Church, put commercial on the first two floors and residential above that. So do the arithmetic. Take 25 floors times a yield of six uh, condos per floor times $5,000 a year in taxes. That's all new tax. And we saw it happen in 2017. The average tax increase citywide was 2.1%. And that was well reported through to, uh, people like CHML and all other news media. Yep. The increase in Ward 1, 2, and 3, particularly 1, where this is starting to occur just through property acquisition values was 4.5 percent. The increase in taxes in Ancaster is 1.5. So finally, after 30 years of going into the suburbs, and particularly into Ancaster, because people aspired to move to Ancaster, paid too much for the homes, assessed values went up radically, and, and our taxes went up accordingly, where now we're seeing it start to shift back to the lower city, and that'll just go on exponentially. Is that whole route and that downtown area is redeveloped?
0: All right, let me ask you something though, because you've, you've presented this argument, and I know you've been very active in the Ancaster community from day one, uh, talking to people about this and explaining that situation to them. And you probably, as I said, had more than one or two conversations in the IYs at Fortinos about this up on Wilson Street. Why don't your council colleagues understand that as well? Because I, when I talk to some of them, they just don't seem to get it. They're either not getting it or they're ignoring it.
1: Yeah, well, I, and and uh, you know, I can't get inside my colleagues' heads same as they can't get inside mine. My sense, though, I mean, I I've just listened for the for the most part on Wednesday, you know, I listened to the fifty delegations. I missed the first few because weeks ago I agreed to be a speaker at the Ancaster Senior Achievement Center annual meeting. But um, my sense from hearing them talk is that they're focusing in on micro issues.